0: Up, bro. back again. It is country rep, but yours truly big. Excel, what up? What's mm-hmm. your dude's spank And uh, y'all know what we do right here when you're watching this show. You are watching the best to ever do it in the jungle no, I'm just joking, I ain't do that. it's the oh, only
1: man. ones that do it in the jungle no,
0: it's, <laughs> it's, it's people out there, man. It's people out there. It's ain't nobody it's, doing bro. what we doing. It's building, bro. Ain't nobody doing what we're It's building, bro. It's people out there trying to crank it up, bro. Ain't nobody doing what we're doing. They trying to crank it up, though. They can try, but they, ain't, they don't have the knowledge or the expertise that we do, so they can't do what we do. Um, I don't know if you looked at my message. Shout out to my guy, App. Um, We talked about him a few episodes back. Right. During one of our tapings, because, you know, I always put my phone on silent when we record. Right. Like, he called. Oh, damn. And it was actually the episode I was telling people to hashtag Hashtag, it was that episode. He called, and then when I looked, I'm like, oh, 33 minutes ago. Damn. So, but hey, we're missing each other. It's always a good thing when you're just missing each other. Always a good thing you're just missing each other. All right, man. So, look, AMA time. But you know what? I'm getting ahead of myself. When y'all watch these, the country right report, you know you're going to get one of three things. You're going to get our opinion, our reviews, our expertise on some of the dopest videos in the genre of Country Rep. Or you're gonna get exclusive interviews with artists and movers and shakers in the genre of Country Rep. Or you're gonna get AMAs, Ask Me Anything, which is our teachable moments, which we take the opportunity to take the questions you guys might have about music, about the genre, or we might just take a topic and nail it down. That way you can always refer back to it to help you in your journey of this thing called Mm -hmm. me, okay? So today we're gonna to give you an AMA. Ask me anything. And I decided last night, um, I was pondering. I was like, you know what? A lot of times we do them, these AMAs. The questions come from different places, so sometimes we're all over the place. I was like, maybe we should start doing AMAs, even if they're only twenty minutes, thirty minutes. But we zero in on a topic.
1: And that's it a way. teachable moment.
0: Well, we ain't gonna come up with another name. No,
1: we've already done it. That's Remember, those, those are the original versions of the AMAs. And we would bring out quotes from stuff that we were saying in the episodes, and Heather would make them yeah, teachable yeah. moments. So it, it's it's this whole episode going to be a teachable moment. Yeah. So they need to pull out their uh, notepads or grab your phone and get ready to take notes.
0: So now, if 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 you guys still in, in, in the vein of AMA, if there's a topic you guys would like to say, look, I want you guys to do an episode on this. I think we could oblige that, because I think as an artist, um, having something to refer back to can help you as, a, as opposed to trying to find a timestamp, this that, and the third, especially if it's a, a topic that we can compile enough information.:
1: Okay, With well, then this topic and when to or and or what is the role of a manager? are the two topics that I get asked about a lot. So I want, we probably need to dedicate another episode to to that. Because the managerial stuff is very
0: important. Very, very important. Today, let's talk about shows. What is a show? How to participate in a show? How to book a show? The different types of shows. Should you get paid? How do you get paid? How do you determine your work? All of these questions that are getting answered that you're throwing out. Um, If, if you write them down. <laughs> like, if you ask me just tell you the first thing I just said, I probably don't remember. But okay. I would, we would definitely, um, yeah, maybe I should have wrote them down. I just yeah. think it's a good topic and I should have wrote them down. But I think okay. all these are valid questions that has been, because some of these questions have been asked before and we're just going to reiterate them, but just in a how to do shows subject. Okay i definitely know we've been asked what should i charge to do a show that been, been asked, asked repeatedly we've, yeah we've answered that before right um but let's let's talk about shows now okay. everybody want to know we're not talking about a podcast we're not talking about an interview we are talking about performances okay the different types of performances um that are available to artists. Now, also with AMAs, I want to say this, even though this is the country rap report, any of you guys out there who are not interested in country rap, but when you see AMA, it's also very good and informative for you to watch. Uh shine, so my guy Jay Perez, the, the media guy who comes in the chat from time to time. He's not a, a country rap guy, but he's always involved with you know media and dealing with other types of artists. So uh prayers tell people come check this out because they need to know about shows. Yes. All right, so look, let's start off with what I would call the first step or the first type of show that might be accessible to you as an artist. All right. That is the open mic. Do you agree? Would that be the first step? The the first type of show you might get the open mic.
1: Yeah. And and, yeah, it should be on everybody's to-do list.
0: All right. Now, in country rap, and the only reason I'm throwing open mic in there because I want these to be informative to everyone, not just country rap. Okay. A lot of people in country rap might not even know what the open mic is, but a lot of people in country rap who came over from the hip-hop side most definitely do. Okay. And if you don't know what the open mic is, that means you're probably under... I ain't even gonna say that. You're probably just young. Well, they might be in a genre that doesn't do it.
1: No. Nah, so they might not know anything about it.
0: I can see Josh Garrett. You no, know, Josh is older than I thought. So who's the youngest person we've covered in country left? Um, what's his name? Jay, uh What's his name? Soda J. Smith. Jack Smith.
1: Yeah, he's related see, related to one of them, Alpha and Chili. Yeah,
0: I yeah. can see Jack Smith not knowing what open mic. Right, but a open mic, ladies and boys, girls. Open mic is no, open mic is equivalent to we're gonna say open mic talent show. We're gonna put them together because the open mic is really a talent show.
1: Okay.
0: Um, generally at the end of open mic, there's a win, a winner who gets something. Um, the prizes may vary depending on the promoter, but generally, open most open mics at the end of the night, the winner will get something, even if it's a bar tab. Right, most of the time with open mics, you're gonna go in. There'll be a sign up list. You'll sign up. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, you will pay to perform. You'll be giving probably three to five minutes on stage. Uh, okay. a, lot, a lot of open mics in the hip hop genre, they will have an additional fee if you want to perform two songs, with only they want you to keep it to one song. Okay, you. I mean, we can just call it talent competition talent competition instead,
1: instead of open mic because it's uh, both of those are relative to both to yes. talent show or the open mic so so far we're on task all of that all that's still accurate
0: all right now these, these these events generally take place in uh restaurants sports bars event centers event uh, yeah i just yeah matter of fact just judging event center um easter and labor day but there, like I say, you'll generally see flyers, promos for them. You'll go in, you'll pay to perform. There'll be a registration, that's where you pay, or it'll be a pre-registration. You'll perform and there'll be a winner announced at the end. Yes. Um, I consider myself an open mic veteran. I've done so many open mics, I can't count. Um Open mics are really, really, to me, open mics are really, really good platforms for you to get your stage presence and your performance game up in preparation for when you get to that level you want to be. A lot of people don't like open mics. I love open mics. Most people who don't like open mics, they don't like them because they feel like the winners are generally predetermined because every artist feels like they should win. Mm,
1: That's true. I'm and not, and
0: both of us have not only
1: judged open mics, but we've also hosted open mics. Um, I've hosted more so, than I've judged. So we're we're um we're coming from a behind the scenes again. This is our, our MO coming from a the industry, music industry experience and giving you behind the curtains of what's going on. And most of those open mics. Um when I was doing them, we broke them down into different categories, but most of them based off of the same thing. There's either crowd participation. Oh, I, hate uh, I hate that one. Well, the, well, if you bring your own crowd, you pretty much want. Uh, that's that's, that, that, let, 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 that's the break, fix.
0: When you break them down, I'm right. gonna have my opinion of the breaks down. Okay. This is why I hate crowd participation, but it's cool, but I hate it. Okay. Crowd participation. Will tend to hurt the, vidili- the the um I'm saying this word wrong. The validity, val-
1: val- val- validity. the
0: validity yeah. of your event. Right. Now, all the only reason I'm saying that now as as a as a creator of the event, initially you like it. Cause you know you got this artist who comes 50 deep. Matter of fact, if you're building the open mic, you are making sure that person knows about your open mic. If there's someone in your area and you know they traveling packs, you're making sure they come because you know they're going to bring 50, 30 people. That helps you. But what I don't like about them, there's been times where that person was the worst person on stage.
1: Well, you know, that's, that's why you don't use crowd participation as one of the only scoring pieces um, because I would do crowd participation and crowd interaction. Same uh, thing. You no, know, and then participation is how you interact with the crowd. like I hey oh, that uh, mingling with the crowd, jumping off stage, having eye contact, uh, dancing with the people that's actually out there dancing with you, like that type of that's interaction. Participation okay. is really just how you can engage the crowd to participate or pay attention to you. Like what what are you doing and they. they they're vastly different, um, plus the participation can be rigged the interaction interaction cannot um, well, it can be if you tracks it all of that, but you know then you got to have a, a an actual show to be able to do that um, one of the other judging pieces uh originality um, one of the other ones was uh, we did stage presence
0: well stage stage presence, you just say. Stage presence is different from well, definitely stage
1: presence. That's yeah, another one
0: because we've talked about some videos where the person doing the video back is turned to the camera or the crowd, right? So one of the big things with stage presence: is don't turn your back to the crowd. Yeah, you gotta
1: know. You you really need to know your stage, like where are you in it, and where's your state? Where's your your crowd at? Like if your stage is only four feet long. And you sh- shouldn't be jumping on and off the stage because you're going to have to turn your back to these people. Then know your stage, know know your know what your presence needs to be, to be the focal point of that stage. You can't be jumping around. You can't be um, going all the way over here and now you alienating the people that's over here or vice versa. Like you got to have some sort of presence up there and command it uh, to where people are, are engaging with you. Which goes on to the other one, um, originality. But sometimes we did branding uh well, it was more so what they look like, like the wardrobe and all that other shit. Like if they did you just came up there and you look like you just got on working of work at McDonald's. As a matter of fact, if you still got on your McDonald's uniform and you up there, it's a pretty good chance you're not gonna get high marks in the presentation part.
0: But let me know. tell you this: if you got up there now, this is me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you got up there in a McDonald's uniform, right, and you had a song. Called flipping. Now, if you're rapping about that type of stuff,
1: then it's yeah. part of the presentation. That yeah. makes sense.
0: Like, saying if, if you had a song called flipping, right? And you got on the McDonald's shirt and you doing a little dance. Right. I might say, damn, he came straight from work when I first see you. But right. But in, in the song, I might like, dang, okay, he flipping. Flippin'. Right. So that can't work in your favor, but then it depends on your content. Agree,
1: Because if you, if you go over there looking like daily voodoo, you know, and people are like, "What the fuck you know well, they don't know what to expect, you know sometimes the first impression is what they see, but not sometimes all the times the first impression is what they're going to see of you when they grab that mic, and they already got a prejudge you know assumption of oh this okay, he he got gold teeth, he's sagging, oh, he's gonna do some gangster shit, or you know this 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 little this little feeble female, oh, she's going to get up there and sing some church stuff, you know, stereotypical stuff. It's all goes with the imaging. But if you get up there and you look a part, you or you look a certain way, then you are going to be stereotyped based off of that. That's just part of the genre. That's not, not just the genre. That's just part of the industry. But if you get up there and you dress like a rocker, but you get up there and you sing in some, you know, gospel stuff, and it's kind of anti-branding yourself. Now, not not saying that that could not work once you get bigger, but you got steps and levels to go before you get to that point. So start out right by branding yourself this package, and put it put together this package presentation properly, so that when people see you, they know that this is what you're going to be about. That you don't want to confuse them at all. Um, I'm trying to think of any other scoring pieces. I used to have five pieces that I would score on, but I can't remember all of them. But those were the most important. Um, definitely originality. It, it might have been the song quality or the song content, but it, that was really. If the music is too loud, actually, it was the song quality. I gave higher marks to people with show disc than I than people that are rapping over themselves, because you came prepared for a show, quote unquote. You didn't get up there. And just like you know what, I'm gonna just I'm gonna do it. Why not, you know? And then you ask the DJ uh, if they got iTunes or Spotify, and then they go and play your, play your song and stream it while you rapping over it. And you just you know you ain't you ain't supplying nothing extra other than to see you rap over your own self. Like that's not a show, that's not a proper presentation. So I I gave definitely higher positive marks to those people who came prepared with show disc and your show CD should be your instrumental with some ad-libs and or your backgrounds uh, and that's it. And the rest of it, you carry. Um, the, you, you, if you get up there and you just got your CD, your show CD is actually your CD and you're rapping over it, I don't need you there. I can hear the music. I I, I, I hear the music already. I didn't. Mean, I don't need to see you do your music in person. Like, because I it's it's not the live performance that I'm coming to see. It's going to draw me there. It's the music that I'm hearing that's going to draw me to the live performance. So I need you to be able to uh, put together that show disc and offer me something different than what I'm already listening to by playing your song.
0: Now, a lot of people might feel like, especially in the hip hop side of things, do open mics matter or do they work? Um, I'm a firm believer. Everything in life is about what you want to get out of it. And I think that needs to be determined before you go through that door. Not before you hit that stage, before you make the decision to do open mics. Let me tell you two success stories that, that you can refer to or Google or find on YouTube that I've been a part of that say, yes, open mics can work. Number one, to me, the greatest person I've ever seen on a stage is a tie for me when it comes to open mics. Okay. Not not mic aggression. No, open mic. Mic aggression, we're not even talking about. Mic aggression okay. is battle rap. Okay. Um, which is another story that'll be maybe in maybe when I do a documentary like all these other guys are doing documentary. Um the to me, the greatest and the biggest success story from an open mic, and I'm gonna say from Atlanta, because I can't speak about other areas because I'm not in those areas of open mic is an artist who goes by the name of Young Jock, OK? A lot of people know Young Jock had the record. It's going down, which went number one in the country. I know you see it. I'm sure went top five in the country. Uh, Young Jock had um, the record with T-Pain, which went one number one in the country. Young Jock was discovered at an open mic in Atlanta, Georgia, that used to be hosted by a gentleman by the name of Bikini the Black Mac and used to go down underground every Wednesday night. Um, it was in a, oh, I cannot, my mind went blank. It, wasn't, it, it was underground and then it moved to Auburn Avenue. This open mic was so popular when they had negotiation issues from one spot and they decided to move it to another spot, the crowd went with them. That's the type of fanfare this open mic had to the point where you have people coming in the city to do promo that will go do this open mic on wins. That's how important and popular it was. Okay. Young Jock was signed off this open mic, and the record he was performing was it's going down. Nice. He was actually doing that record. Um, he now this is prior, he didn't have the dance then. Right. The record is going down have been heard so much on the open mic circuit here in Atlanta, when it made it to the radio, people were probably singing alone the very first time they heard it. That's how much Jock performed that record. So, if you're out there and you use open mics as a way of people to hear your record, say, for instance, you're a country rap artist, there is no radio. There is no radio. But say there's some spot in... In your town, I'm just use Coca for example. Say, Coca, there's a spot within a 30-mile radius once a week, that do an open mic. That would be a great place, even if it's $5, $10, whatever it costs. Take some people with you, go in that spot. You get to perform your song every week, which initially will build some type of fan base within those four walls. I'm going
1: to uh, disagree with you on that. Thing.
0: Okay, let me hear your disagreement. The crowd
1: and the, the event has to matter too. I, don't, I Unless it's a country rap open mic, I don't think anybody in country rap needs to be doing open mics that aren't country rap based.
0: Let me tell you now, I would not agree with you, but let me tell you why I disagree. I'm going to put this element in there and then you can, you can bounce it back if you don't agree. I agree with you, but it depends on the record. And the reason I'm going to say that, Big Poe is a country artist, correct? Country rap artist, correct? Correct. I think Big Poe could do the open mic circuit and put wheels on that record. That record. Now, I'm not saying Big Poe should do all Catfish there or some of his other records. I think if Big Poe said, I'm going to do the open mic scene for six months, and perform Bayou Baby, I think he could give it some form of wheels. And shout out to Big Poe. I heard he just got radio play in -hmm. Louisiana, so salute to him for that. Um, I think if you have a catchy enough record that's beyond country rap, I think it can work because you're trying to get, going back to, on the judges' card, prior participation. Mm -hmm. I can see Big Poe in open mics in Louisiana and the crowd going, Bayou Baby, in the 80s. Boom, 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 boom. I can see, now, I don't think Big Post should go do time in an open mic. But I think if you have a, because we agree a hit record is a hit record is a hit record. There are people who don't like country music, people who don't like pop, people who don't like different genres of music, but when they hear these magnetizing hit records, they resonate with them. So to me, I think it depends on your record, because I don't, and I think as a country rap artist, you got to have balls of fire. So you can't be afraid to go in front of the hip hop crowd, because what would you, what would Coca do if Little Baby came to town and said, "I'm looking for opening acts in Alabama"? Should Coca not go? Because he said, "You don't think he should go? Mm -hmm. You don't think he should take that visibility with the opportunity that someone who likes his music might be in the audience?" I don't.
1: I'm not. I'm not for. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not for. Um. What's the word? I don't want to say sell out. It's definitely not selling out. No, I'm. I'm not for mixing. It ain't. It ain't so much with the the mixing or the integrating. General I, mixing. I don't want to act like. any of that will be beneficial for them. Uh, if Lil Baby came, using your example, and his people were looking for opening acts, wherever they do that event, it's gonna be hundred dollars to perform. And Lil Baby's core fan base are mostly black folks. Coco's, Coco or anybody white is going to have an uphill battle Getting positive results from that crowd. Okay. Plus, your music that you're going to do it didn't cater to them. So I, I don't. I I I don't know. I'm just not for the open mic for unless there, we can start some sort of circuit or club participations where the open mics are being done for country rap folks. I don't. I don't see it being beneficial. I think I, I actually see it as being a complete waste of time, other than you getting up there to practice. But you can yeah. practice at home.
0: I don't disagree with you about because I don't think there's enough country rap artists populated in the area to do a successful open mic.
1: No, I think there are. You do? I do. I think there's maybe in Florida.
0: I, no, I think there you? are.
1: Period. Like uh, there's, I, I think we're underestimating the amount of people that that are white that like rap. This is what I'm c- classifying that because this will be the participation. These are the people you got to
0: think. You're not going to see. Country rap events at a black club.
1: You'll see country rap events at a club to where white people frequent because this is the type of crowd that are going is going to be buying their music. So why not have or ask the other people that look like the crowd to see if they want to come and perform or put together some sort of showcase, you know, in their city and 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 run with it that way. I just don't. I don't. I don't see it. Jock, Jock had it easy because Jock had it. Every club is the, the you know at that time ninety percent of the clubs that were clubs they had a black night, or oh, they had a hip hop night. You know, now, so he, but, he but, had
0: an opportunity. But remember, we're giving out the AMA of shows. It's not just for country rep. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I
1: will circle it back around to talk about the country okay. rep perspective because I, I don't, I'm. I, I don't give a shit about hip hop. I'm not, I'm not even gonna lie. Like I, 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 I gave up on hip hop years ago, and that shit is a swirling pool of shit for me. Mm-hmm. Like it's the same repetitive hustle, and I'm not for it. I don't. I don't want any of those practices over here in country rap. So if, if, if oh, as we're you- talking about hip hop, you know, I gotta at least say this is what's gonna happen versus what we are used to happening over in hip-hop
0: do you think someone should try to eventually as the genre grows do open mics for country absolutely absolutely and should probably travel with it because
1: like you said it's not a lot of people that's trying to consolidate those talents so move it around
0: in your area you think a country rap open mic will work in your area Uh, I do and it will probably pull
1: from here to Atlanta, if it's if it's promoted well enough, yes.
0: Hmm. You think it could work in my
1: area? Griffin's off the right off the radar. You're forty five. No, my in. my, I don't claim my
0: area is McDonald's.
1: Well, hmm. you're as long as yeah, McDonald's easier access than Griffin. Yeah, that might work. It's anywhere in here as long as it's accessible would work because they don't have any outlets. The whole know. purpose of the damn open mic is to practice. Right. And and you want to practice in front of people that you that will be receptive of the music. So, which is why I said anybody doing country rap don't need to be going to no hip hop showcase and trying to perform or doing or if you Jesse B and you were practicing a country song, don't take your ass to the Wings Cafe on the Black Night because they really don't give a shit. You know, go to the people that's gonna be listening to you or go to a karaoke night at the white club. Uh, because there's plenty of country. Uh, clubs that are that are out there from Savannah all the way up to Rome, like it's it's Those clubs are very very frequent, and they have karaoke nights, and they're usually free. You know, well, so how, if you want to start on those free
0: nights, how can okay karaoke? We throw karaoke into that mess of open mics, talent showcase. How could an artist like Jesse B utilize Jesse B sings? She's not fair. it's not fair. How can an artist say Coca utilize a karaoke night? If his music is live, on uh, if it's in the system
1: based on your distributor, then your music plus your lyrics are going to be in that system. As you know, just verify before you go there. And then once you find out that it is there, then you go there on karaoke night and you perform your single. And when people you know ask what song is he doing, then you you know like this is my song, you know my song's in the system, you know, and that gives a awe to people like oh you're. Your your music is in there, you know. And now you got fans. Now you got people that at least intrigued, you know. Okay, well, who are you, and why is your music in the system? Because I sing too, and my music in in the system. So use that to your advantage. But it's all practice. All of this is practice until you start getting paid for it. So use these those opportunities, or go and create more opportunities for yourself. You can put together a little showcase for yourself, which would be a step up from the the open mic. But you know, you I'm in making. Um Millie Red and Zilla Gorilla and the Sticks can put together a showcase. A matter of fact, I think they just did that a couple of months ago. But they can put together a showcase just to go and perform. So their fans and the fans that want to see them and fans that want to see people like them on stage will come and listen to their music. It's an, it's just another opportunity, but I moved ahead too fast. We were trying to no, no, step no. up. The no, the next
0: thing was going to be creating your own showcase. Yes. That was going to be the next. So you actually segued into it. Um, Creating your own showcase. Now, to me, creating your, I, I, this is the idea. I'm going to throw another idea out there and hopefully we'll bring this to fruition. This is something that we're working on over at Honest Country Radio. Doing what we call the um, Garage Series. Okay. The Garage Series will basically be us finding independent artists Hooking up their garage with a sound system, allowing them to invite whoever they want, especially within their neighborhood, and do shows. There are several ways you can create your own showcase. Years ago, um, actually, because I didn't start doing open mics, I started creating shows in my mother's backyard. I had a flatbed, Rest um, recipes of Mike Penn, I, I would with Rent Mike Penn's DJ sound system. And I would invite artists to perform. And I would say it was free. And we made our money selling alcohol and food. We used to call it Hoodstock. And um, I think as an artist, because I think a lot of times artists want to perform, they just don't know how. Create your own showcase. Create them around events. That should be, to me, if you're a country rap artist, Or what the type of, why would you not be performing in front of your family? I work at Party City. I just, yesterday, I had three different people who had purchases of $500 or more. They were having big events in their home for the fourth. All 50 plus people. If you have those type of families or know people like that, why are you not performing in front of them? The chance, of you, the chance of you getting any booze is very limited, not to mention most people like to meet entertainers, big or small, True. Big, big or small. So to have someone come perform at your cookout, at your party, it almost makes people say, you having a party next year? Who are you going to bring? Right. Um, link up with people like that. Or like if you if you got your family, if three of the family members are getting together, y'all having a big event, say, hey, let me do my record. Ain't nobody in your family gonna tell you no. They're gonna think it's really, really cool. And you're gonna have someone there who's gonna wanna even really, really know you now. And they might not even know you. Grandma's gonna be out there. Like my mother will come to events I do and, and just be elated, like, and your family's gonna show you that love first. Then Now, guess what you just done? You performed in front of 75 family members, 50 family members. All those, 90% of those people going back to work the next day to say, did you know my cousin rap? Did you know my, it's almost like instant promotion. Mm-hmm. Because people don't know that level. But if you're someone, and Coca, I hate, I'm not picking on you, but to use you as an example. When you perform, and they're going to want to talk to you. And then you tell them your catalog of videos. Those people want to tell people, you know, my cousin rap, these are his videos. It's almost like free promo. Right. Now you're not trying to make no money off that, but guess what? That's when you get the budget t-shirts. That's when you go get the shirts that you can sell for $10. You know what I'm saying? Simple logo on it. Create your little merch table. Even if you got to give them away, give them to the, give two to the family. Other so family members might want to buy them. People will want to support you, and guess I hate to say it: the more alcohol they drink, mm-hmm. <laughs> the more they're gonna to want to support. So create your own show code case, even if it's in your backyard, because you know what'll happen. Also, you'll eventually meet other people who want to do it with you, kind of like you just said, Zilla, um, the sticks, and Millie Red just done, right. You'll meet. Uh, you'll find out. You got a cousin who do who make beats or shoot yeah. videos. Like, cause we'll sit. We'll sit around at family functions, and only talk to the immediate family. Most pe- people like inviting me to functions, whether it's at work or whether it's family, because they know I'm going to come through and talk about music. And there is someone at every event, no matter what you're doing, that likes music. True. Or, or wanted to get into it somehow, some way. So create your own showcase shows, whatever it might be, in your backyard, in a friend's yard, whatever. Make it festive. Make it fun. Make it just single release party. I don't see enough people doing that. I don't see. I have a big backyard that I want to throw a show in, but you know, I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't know enough people that's willing to say, "Hey, let me come utilize your backyard to do a show." Right. And I would only do it for country rap or rap. Like I'm definitely not doing no hip hop show in my
1: backyard.
0: Right. And I don't want y'all to know where I live. So, but I'm just saying, man, get together with your family and do something. Also, in creating your own, creating your own situations. This is something me and Spank have talked about. Everybody goes to a fair somewhere. Figure out how you can perform at the fair, even if it's on the Saturday or one of the days where they're trying to get people in. So well, the, everybody-
1: the, the the big fairs, you got that Those come with a different set of rules. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, True. I'm, I'm the, talking local fairs.
1: Okay. Well, the, the 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 little ones that be coming in and out, like you, when you see them posted up, you need to be reaching out to whoever the, the organizer is and see if there's any performance slots available. You know, and then tell them who you are and that it's usually coming with some sort of you really need an EPK that you can send to them or some sort of package that you can give them in their hand and like look I can bring a hundred people on Thursday night. You know, that's money for them. That's those are ticket sales because you gotta to get in the fair you got to get it. You got to pay. You know, so, and and they, those are, and and it's the same way. And and Vic and I used to be organizers. The reason you, the reason we've made sure that the person who had this serious fan base and we let them know about the event is because they would tell 50 people and 40 of them will show up and then that's 40 people that's got to pay $5 to get into the building. You know, or if it's free at the door, then that's, at least half of those people, half of the 25, 25 out of the 50 will buy something at the bar or buy food. So now you're generating revenue for the establishment, you know, possibly three ways the door, the bar, and the kitchen. You know, those are the opportunities that you need to be thinking of when you are trying to work with people on having your own showcase or a collaborative showcase between you and a couple of other people. Like try to find those venues to so where you would benefit them. Because they're not just going to do it just because they know you or or it, or even just because they like their mu- like your music. It's about the business aspect of it. What can you provide for this establishment just by you coming and you performing? You know, this the, the sticks is a local uh fan favorite here in Macon, But you know they they and they're their crowd is diverse. I don't know if they could probably sell out a venue here by themselves. I and mean, I'm just being truthful. Um, but if they could do like, and I'm talking about a venue like the making making Centriplex, which is about 2,500 people. That's big status. But they can sell out a 100 venue, or maybe a, a 200-seater or 200-head venue, you know, and make it make sense. You know, you, you if don't overcharge at the door. These are not $20 tickets. These are like $5 tickets, maybe 10 at the door. Even if you, do, if you don't do door, you're definitely going to make your money off of the bar and the kitchen. And if you're not getting the door yourself, you need to at least split some of that other revenue that you're bringing to the building or whoever you're talking with. And so these are the negotiations you got to think of as a business person. I'm, I'm benefiting you when we're making money together. So where, where are we splitting the money? If I'm not getting the door, then I need some of the bar. If I'm not getting the bar, then I need some of the kitchen. You know, some one of them three you need or they could they could just pay you to promote and then you perform, and then that's that's another way. So you got four options of you getting paid that you need to be looking at from a business aspect. And then I'm talking about all of you, not just country rap folks. I'm talking about everybody that performs. It might be somebody out there that just does acoustic guitar, you know, but there's a piano bar here in Macon. You know, imagine if the piano the night that they were doing dueling pianos, you went in there and accompanied them with a guitar. You know that's a way for you to get some sort of exposure and bring fans to the piano bar that people that want to hear that that type of music. You got to use it and think of it business mindset. Don't think of it as a musician. I need you to take a step back and put that business hat on because as, as the musician is in you, is going to be like, man, I just want to perform. You know, I'll take whatever or I'll do whatever. You know. You need to be trying to figure out what benefits you and the establishment best and it, and and figure out what money needs to be split and how.
0: Now, also with the fairs, like I'm going to use the Spalding County Fair. They have a huge, a large stage. And every time I go to the fair, that stage is empty. Now, maybe I don't go at the right time, but I know the Griffins County Fair, they do a lot of things to get people in during the day hours because that's the least at times. Mm-hmm. I don't I especially I think that if you go to them and say, hey, look, let me let me do a show four to I don't even want to get anybody free, just me, you know, even if you got to pay yourself, it costs seven bucks to get in the griffin fair. You feel know right. what I'm Even say, look, I don't even want to get in free myself. And my whole family's coming, da-da-da-da-da, but let me perform. Talk your way into a performance slot and tell them, I know I can get you X amount of people through the door. I can get you 50 people through the door. This is a time where they're not busy. And then you just get out and hustle, 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 and and promote, promote. Just say, look, I'll pay to get in. I don't want anything. Just give me the opportunity to have a merch booth. Well,
1: here's a, and I I got off track. Fairsandfestivals.net. Is a resource that I'm pretty sure I mentioned before. Um, These are the major fairs and festivals that travel to cities. Go and go online, create a profile, and I think it's like sixty bucks for the year. Uh, But it's a it's a database. Um, Once you get the database, then you'll have access to the advertising, marketing, and entertainment directors for each one of those fairs. If you don't mind traveling, because you know fairs move. if you don't mind traveling, contact each one of those directors and tell them what you're trying to do. You're just trying to get some performance opportunities. You're trying to put together, trying to structure a tour for yourself. You got a you got an album, Big Poe, I got a single, uh, and it's dropping. And I want to I want to be able to tour all of the uh, fairs and festivals within my state um, of Louisiana. So. I wanted to be able to see what day and time would be applicable for me to come and perform, maybe get a 10 to 15 minute set on your stage. You know, you ain't got to pay me nothing. I just want to be able to sell my merchandise. Use that as a resource, fairsandfestivals.net. Now, I don't know if the Griffin Fair will be on something like that because it's not a major fair and festival, but they usually those type of fairs and even the one here in Macon, when you find out that they are coming, immediately reach out to the entertainment director or immediately reach out to the, the organizers of that. Once you get in with these people, especially when it's, if it's a traveling fair that goes from city to city that never stops, and you talking with the organizers of, of the fair, not the person that does the organization for the local lo, uh, localities, talk to the organizer of the fair, let them know what you're trying to do, and now wherever they go, you go. You know, and when, and that now you can definitely structure some sort of tool, because these these fairs never stop. Once they move your city, they're going on to the next. They never, ne- they don't have an off day. They just move from the cold weather spaces to the warm weather spaces, but they, they they never stop. So you can have performance opportunities 52 weeks of the of the year if you wanted to, but just it's just a matter of you being, a, a, applying yourself to be able to do that and having the wherewithal to, you gotta have the balls. You know, I'm a firm believer, somebody gotta tell me no. So I will continue to ask until you say, you know what? No, this is not happening. Okay, fine. I will come back when it is. You know, but a, a, you got to be able to go, to have that attitude because the opportunities are out there, but it's if you're not going to go out and ask, then they're not going to present themselves to you. Fairsandfestivals.net is just one outlet. If that doesn't work, mm-hmm. then reach out to the fair people that are, that are. there's a, there is a another outlet out. I can't remember the name of it, but it's out there there. There's a festival website. These are the big festivals. Every big festival, they always have D-list and C-list stages. Like the the stages that they advertise, the big shit, where, let's say, Lady Gaga is performing, there's like four or five other smaller stages that are accompanying to that that they don't promote. But those are the other stages that will be adjacent to that or they're in the other locales away from that to where they put people like all of us in country rap, those independents that have little small pockets, but they know that if they get 10 acts and all 10 of those acts are bringing a hundred people, you know, they can multiply that. Instead of trying to just get one act that brings a thousand folks, get 10 acts that brings a hundred. And now it's the same impact. And now you have a building that you can stretch out instead of one person trying to go for an hour you got 10 X that can at last or at least an hour and a half if they structure it right. You know, it it it's it's all it's all it's definitely all business, but you you guys have to be thinking what can benefit me best and what is my route inwards. Like how how do I once you get in and you start talking to these people, then you are creating your database for your network for whenever you do have this release that you're trying to put out and now you can start a promotional tour for that. Or whenever you do um get signed to a major, God willing, if you want that, and you want to have some sort of celebratory uh tour, and you can do that by reaching out through your network and having a you it doesn't all have to be that. You could do an open mic one day, because we already talked about that. Do open mic on Thursday and Friday hit up a fair and festival, uh, a fair or festival and perform that night. So now we just, those are two of your resources that you are applicable for you and both of them is for branding and exposure. Both of them are necessary. Both of them you need because you might you might be in fucking Nevada that you've never been and you've seated as an open mic on Thursday. You go and test that trial. Go and test that material there. Go practice. And if you feel like, OK, well, they were vibing to this and they weren't vibing to that, and then that Friday you're supposed to be performing at that fair, You kind of gauge, like, all right, this is what my crowd's going to look like. This is the vibe that I'm going to get. Maybe I should
0: not do this one. Maybe I should do that one. This is all for that. So you got to take all of that into consideration. Um, I also think, and this goes to open mics or these type of events. Take in consideration what you're performing. Um, Don't make these platforms to just do a different song every night. Because I'm a firm believer, and you got to try to, It's sometimes it's about the record and recognition. And sometimes the person might be like, I heard that record before. I've walked into a place where I've heard that record before. You know what I'm saying? So to me, I think it's also about branding. If you got a couple of records you feel really, really strong about, like these events are not the events to be trying out a record you recorded last night.
1: Cause not, I think, well, not the fairs and festivals, no. But the open mic is. The open mic yeah, is yeah,
0: open, it's, it's a practice.
1: Yeah, it's just practice. So you can do that. You it, Just test the material. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you get up there and you get no no reaction from the crowd, you might want to reconsider. Well, uh, i definitely consider the crowd, but if the crowd is applicable, then reconsider what you what that material is or what you're trying to perform in front of folks because it might not work. But again, I don't I, that formula that Vic's talking about would only work if you're trying to pursue and push a song. Um, I haven't heard a lot of pushing of songs in in
0: country rap. Or but, gospel rap, but they should because they release tons of singles, more so than full projects. Well, that, that's that. I
1: see we're looking at it from the music industry insider, but we're forgetting the person that has, and then the person in the genre for the people that do one song has a two valuable assets that country rap doesn't have. They have clubs that are dedicated to their music, and they have radio. Country rap doesn't have those assets, which is why country rap jumps from one song to the next. Country rap is more about the catalog than it is the song, which I think it might be changing a little bit because I, I'm and I'm, I'm gonna give him all the credit that is out there. I think Gator's probably implementing a lot of that, a lot of those hip hop practices over in country rap, which is probably leaning towards changing the, how this genre operates um, because he has singles and one of them we gonna review in the next uh, review show that we do, is singles that have life and they have radio life, but they have hip hop radio life. So if, when you have that opportunity of having hip hop radio life, you have to have the expectation and the time commitment to not get off a song for a minimum of six months. 90 days is a just to get it warm, and the next ninety days is for you to start getting paid shows and moving around. Uh, after you getting those people start calling you, but you got to have that life, and you got to have that budget to be able to push the song for it to gain those legs to grow and have that life. A lot of a lot of us over here don't take that formula, you know. So I'm, I'm Gators the Outliner. Everybody else over here. It's single after single after single or single single project take time off repeat single single project you know is take time off i i don't i don't I'm trying to figure out what the methodology is over here, but you know when church randomly drops albums, you know and he's the 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 pretty much the stereotype or what everybody else in the genre looks up to and how on how to operate, or oh, when Adam drops an album. Uh, no, when Struggle drops an album, one month, a couple months later, him and Adam drop a project, and he completely pauses his album. And then when they're done with the the collab album, he jumps back on his. Like I don't understand those those methodologies. <laughs> I don't I don't understand the business behind that. But the what what country rap is missing, and we have said this since the beginning is structure. The structure on how you guys release music is bullshit. There is no rollouts here. This this is random as fuck. And this is I'm, as random as it comes. This is there are no rollouts here, fam. And it's it, and it's bad.
0: I'm fine. I'm seeing the very first rollout um, that I've seen in country rap. Proper rollout right now with um the guy Leroy Beats. Okay. yeah, okay. Uh, he, ha- he has a new record, I think it's called Howdy Howdy. Um, Same on you, Leroy Biggs, for your people not contacting the country rap report. Cause I'm seeing everybody. Maybe he's just doing it with reactors. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but and I'm going I'm to shout it out just because because I'm a proud to see a rollout. But they have contacted different forms of media. And I'm seeing little Facebook promo, Instagram promo that this record and I think video is dropping. Um, but a lot of people follow Leroy Biggs if you wanna see what a rollout is. And all you guys know, once you've recorded the record, you generally know once you put it on whatever streaming platform it is, the release date, Right. create a buzz. That's what a rollout is. A lot of people might not even, maybe we should do a show on a rollout. Well, we can put it in here. No, this is nope. the show. Okay,
1: okay make well,
0: <laughs> <They> make <laughs> I'll, make, I'll
1: make a note of that.
0: Yeah, because we want them to have these things that they can go back and look at. They don't have, you know what I'm saying? They can look out the rollout show. They can look out at the show show. Um, let's talk about paying to open. And shout pay, to out me, pay to play? Pay to play. Pay to play, pay to, pay to, play, pay to open. Shout out to Marcotic. You had one of the potential most lessons in a video and you took it down.
1: I don't think you fuck with us, bro. I think you stopped fucking with us.
0: Oh, after the... Re- we never after said the, it,
1: after it, after it, the it,
0: review.
1: You no, know, I don't think you fuck with us no more, fam. Hey, I even inboxed him. I asked him why he took it down, et cetera, et cetera. Like I, I it is what it is. But he yeah, that was probably one of the dopest and most accurate depictions of the some of the fuckery that goes on in the industry.
0: And artists needed to see that. Yes. Artists need to see that. You've done your thing and I'm sure that had happened to you before. Um, but pay to play. All right, me... I am against pay to play. Seriously. Are you against open mics? I'm against pay to play. Now well I'm not, what? I'm not against I'm not, I'm not so, against open mics. Rewind, I'm, rewind. I'm probably against pay to play to the level you're against open mics. Let me tell you what I'm against pay to play for. Okay. I'm not against pay to play, but I need to see what's going on. All right. Okay, you want me to pay to open for for Jelly Roll, and Jelly Roll is performing at midnight, and you want me on stage at two p.m. I ain't with it. Yeah,
1: that's I, some, that's some that's some bullshit, right? there. Right. Well, so, not, but maybe not. Now, I mean, it kind of matter. Is this a festival
0: or a Jelly Roll show? Okay, if it's a festival, then it's, it's still applicable because yes, there's yes. people there. Yes, because if it's a festival, and I still got room to to. I'm in the event. I'm in the event. If 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 I'm paying to play and I got a merch table, and I'm allowed to still have my merch table when jelly rolls go on stage, then I'm not against that.
1: Okay, well, the,
0: for everybody
1: in country rap and in gospel rap or whatever subgenre it is, if you're doing pay-to-play and you don't have a merch table, you're going to fail. Yes. You're not going to win. So don't do that.
0: And I'm going to say this. And I know a lot of people. A lot of people feel like merch is too expensive. Um, I'm looking at a swing press that I have right now. I'm looking at it. Y'all can't see. I'm looking at it. I got this swing press for under two hundred dollars, brand new, not a user. I'm sure you can find one on marketplace used. Um, I work in a town that has something called a sock shop. I can go get a T-shirt at the sock shop for anywhere from 49 cent to two dollars depending on the quality yeah time of year but i'm gonna go high end two dollars okay all right we are not trying to break the bank you are artists you have a name you hopefully you have some form of a logo or if not we've been fin- i'm giving it, we're giving it away you can go to fiverr and for as low as $5, get a logo. Right. Now you can go to Super Duper or um, it's another company. Get that logo made and they can send you back the, the press things. I don't know what the word is called. They, they'll they send them back. They have different quantities, 50, 100, 300, however many you want. You're talking about the vinyl? The vinyl, yes. Okay, yeah. It will make it for you. If you don't want to get into making it yourself, upload your information to super duper that's a company that's one of the companies i'm familiar with but there are other companies upload it they'll print it out and send it back to you whenever whatever quantity you want guess what if you don't want to do that and you want to quick spur of the moment you can go get them done at your local office depot or office max okay they'll create them for you there get your cheap shirt get your your logo Put on and get hundred of them because this is not your only event. Even say you say you can say you can afford fifty shirts. If you get fifty shirts at two dollars, that's a hundred bucks. And say you get hundred logos for twenty five dollars. You have hundred and twenty five dollars now. All you're doing is time. Well, you already bought your press. That's another two hundred bucks. Okay, and just get the press. Boom. Boom, boom, involve your family, wife, kids, make them part of the machine. Sell these shirts ten fifteen dollars, get off of them cause a hundred shirts at ten dollars is a thousand. yeah, that's a thousand. I just told you how to invest less than
1: five hundred well I mean they don't need to try to sell all of them,
0: no, no, no. I'm give some away. First of yeah. all,
1: yes. Giving
0: some away, especially when you're on stage. On stage is the best time to give them away, but give some away because mm-hmm. that makes other people want them. Yes. Um, say you got some well, maybe you didn't you didn't get the logo as accurate as you wanted. Say you got a bunch of IDs and kind of turn out like I want. Give those away. Give them, <laughs> give away. them it to
1: you. Give them to let, your family.
0: Yeah, don't <laughs> let them be in the stack of ones that you Trying to sell, give those. away. I guess both of us got phone calls coming through. Yeah, both of us. Um, but you have to do it. So if I'm a, if you have a festival and you have access all day to the festival, somebody put you on it to Jelly Rolls at midnight, and you gotta be ready to put them ten hours in. Yes, sir. Shaking hand, kissing baby, and listen, artists, I don't give a damn about you. I don't like social media. Everybody likes meeting someone on a level higher than them. This is, this is a business. You know,
1: if you think that you are worth $5,000 a show, then prove it. What is your draw? Prove it by going to one of these pay-to-play opportunities that we talked about before this and see if you can pay-to-play and perform in front of Jelly and then see if you can bring in at least 500 people that pay $10 a piece to come and see you. If you cannot, then you are not worth $5,000.